Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from Maple Bluff Country Club. We're presented by Coors Light. I'm Jim Rutledge alongside Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton. Hello. With the Mountain Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. We are here because we are supporting Madison for Kids and their support of Miracle League of Wisconsin. We talked with Chucky Epper a minute ago. Now we're talking with Chucky's longtime teammate, Tyler Wall, taking time to join us. Tyler, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. So I'll ask you this. Did you golf today or did you just hang out like Chucky? <laughs> yeah, I, I made it out golfing. It was me, Carter Gilmore, and Max Klesman all found our way out on the links. And you guys who- do. Um, well, Max Max is a great golfer, so he, he won, I'm pretty sure. His group won. Um, I asked Gilly. He didn't really want to talk about it a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think me, I'm somewhere in between that. So I did, I don't know, I, I did talk with Jeff Beckham from uh, J&K Security. They golf with Max, and he told me that uh, they were they were crushing out there. Jeffrey told us that as well. Yeah. So we can confirm that story. That's not just a teammate uh, being uh, helpful today. So I did ask Chucky, you are rocking some uh, are these dunks right now that you're yeah, wearing? I got some oh, yeah. dunks on, some suede dunks. Okay, and Matt Hamilton, show off uh, your dunks here as well. I got the LeBron James Fruity Pebble dunks. So Matt Hamilton is a curler. We asked Chucky this question as well, so we'll just ask it of you. Do you know what <laughs> curling is? You're from Minnesota, so you might know. Right, the, on the ice. And the, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we, we, we got a curling club in Lakeville, but I've never been. Okay, well, Matt can definitely yeah. take you out. I'm already taking Chucky, so you're in. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, we'll take the, we'll take the team out. It'll so a bonding experience. Matt can, just, Matt can kind of give you some, some tips here, but uh, obviously famous for the mustache. And why don't you go ahead and describe your dunks to our friend Tyler here as well, as you can show off your – he's a big shoe guy, so yeah. I like to make him feel comfortable. He's a big dunk guy, and, and Chucky kind of just dunked on him because he said, I don't like dunks. <laughs> Which is so, crazy because this whole show, it's been Jim and our producer dunking on me for being a, a bad teammate and, uh, and co- co-worker, basically. Yeah. So I, I want to ask him. All of a sudden, they're like, let's bring some basketball. We're going to ask him like, how great so guard would react to how you did today. Everybody. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had some fun uh, sneakers called the, the What the P-Rod Dunks by Paul Rodriguez, and they had taken, like, parts of all of his sneakers he had created before and then jammed them all into, like, one pair of shoes so they're super mismatched and – Got a lot of hype behind him. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, heat at the Olympics. Talk, people, a lot of people saying like those are really cool shoes. It's it's crazy that he's curling in them. Then he had a lot of people like I can't believe he's creasing those. Those should be on like his wall in his closet. Not like he shouldn't be wearing them. So there's uh, some pretty fun different back and forth on what I should have been doing with those shoes and what sh- I shouldn't have been doing. So Tyler, I'll, I'll ask you this because Matt, uh, an athlete here, and he's one of our our hosts as well. Rare because he is also competing as a host. Here, but he uh, showed up at the office today to do our radio show. But everyone else in the office knew that the radio show was here, and instead of taking personal accountability for it, he has thrown everyone else under the bus. So I'll ask you on your team if you showed up to the wrong place, how would Coach Guard and the rest of your teammates respond to that? Especially if you then threw them all under the bus for not basically holding your hand and carrying you to the event. I think I would go for the first time if you showed up to the wrong place. We're just letting you go, and you didn't you didn't show up to practice today. You get a little yelling at, but in the, in the long run, it'll all be good, and you just you just missed out for the day. Yeah. Okay, okay, all just right. So out. yeah, he's just being nice. Here. <laughs> just missed out for the day. So here's the thing: I basically haven't responded to my a, a work email in like six months. So this is somehow his and, defense. No, no, no. And this this is yeah. And again, we're I'm doing it tongue in cheek. <laughs> this is my defense: is that. If you've been ghosted for six months, what are you still sending that person emails for? They haven't sent one back. Do you really believe that they're seeing these? So, and they're like, we sent you an email. I'm like, to the email that I've 
told you multiple times I don't check anymore, and I'm just not doing it. I just expected him to tell me verbally. <laughs> don't just tell me when we're doing an event. Don't actually email me. The email doesn't get checked because he's worried about the shoes. That he's exactly. Exactly. Thank exactly. Uh, Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton, talking to Tyler Wall. Tell us about your decision to come back. You had a lot of options. I mean, yeah. There's a whole bunch of different things that were playing through it. Um, based on how the year went, I was just gonna take it, take a couple weeks off um, after the season ended. Um, and then make a decision, and so no darkness retreat. <laughs> <laughs> was thinking about it, but no, d- didn't didn't have the opportunity to go uh, go. It's go from Minnesota, you take those anyways, retreat. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a whole lot of things. Did I want to transfer? Did I want to come back? Did I want to go professional? Um, and so basically, what it came down to is, um, I feel like we have a good group of guys coming back. We basically have everyone coming back. Um, we were kind of a young team last year, um, and we got a lot of experience. But uh, just the group of guys and the coaches that we have, um, the relationship that I have with them, um, and I think we have a lot of a lot of things that we can get done with this with this group. How much consideration was given? Those are all three big things. I mean, so how much did it weigh on you? Was it like was it a hundred percent easy decision, or was it like you know this could be you don't have to go to the trans to the transfer to the uh, to coming back, but transfer pro or come back? I mean, was it? kind of 50-50 of being Madison or not, or did it just quickly move to, I need to get to stay Madison? I mean, Madison? How, how it was is my mind was always going back and forth throughout the season, and so I didn't really pay that much much attention because you win a couple games, you're going to come back. Yeah, you lose yeah. a couple games, you don't want to be there. Um, and so I think it really took me taking a deep breath and taking all the stress of the basketball season and taking that off my shoulders um, and just really having a healthy conversation with my family, my friends, um, and then just having good conversations with myself. And could weighing it, all, all the options. Could it give you kind of a, a mental advantage over last season, at least coming back this year, being like, look, this is it. This is it. I'm, I'm in it. I got nothing else to think about except going out here and just kicking ass in the basketball court. I mean, yeah, now it's just carefree. Now we got all the good guys that I want in the locker room um, and just go out there and win some games. There's some exciting players. Chuck was talking about it coming in as well. Uh, Gus Bus is one. He's got a fun nickname and uh, an interesting style of play. Story is another one. So are you excited to, to, to uh, kind of work their skill sets into the team and, and see how it all gels together and kind of lift you guys up? Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, I haven't seen any, any of them play in real life other than um, Nolan Winter, who's actually from my high school. Okay. So this will be the first time I get to play with him. Um, so I think that will be cool. But, yeah, I mean, I've heard great things about all those guys. Um, both on and off the court, so I'm really excited to get them on campus, get to build a relationship with them, um, and work towards something. So, what, la- well, go ahead. I was just curious, what about this upcoming season has you like the most excited? You said you had a lot of people coming back, and you know, uh, kind of elaborate. Like, what about having your teammates coming back is getting you excited? Right. Um, I feel like last year we didn't we didn't meet up to the expectations that we wanted as a whole, as a group, um, and I think just having an off season where. You go and you kind of grind with that kind of in the back of your mind, like I don't want to go through this again. Yeah. Um, that's something that you can't really replicate, and I think that's that's the top thing on my list. Right on. So Giannis made some uh, news after the Bucks were bounced way too early in the, in the playoffs <laughs> there, and he was asked a fair question, and he gave a fair answer. Basically, do you view this season as a failure? Uh, and he basically framed it as that, like, it's never a failure till I'm done. That if this season leads, you know, this disappointment leads us to a title in the future – then I can't call this a failure because it was a step along the way. Now, it's obviously all to be determined, but what did you think about that? And have you tried to maybe apply some of that, that last season didn't go the way you wanted it to, but you can use that as a stepping stone to make this season the way you want it to go? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've listened to that, that interview that he had, and he gives a great answer, and it's a great perspective. Um, and I feel like that's how it all has to be, where if you lose a few games, you can dwell on it. Um, you can let it eat you up at night. 
but it's all about perspective. If you're going to take it as a learning experience and look at all those individual games where, oh, maybe one basket didn't go in, but this, this, and this was good, you can kind of take those um, and build from there. Uh, with uh, you kind of talked a lot of thinking, you've talked about it a ton here. So, how much is basketball? There's that physical s- skill set to it, but um, we're all here golfing, and you know that's the thinking man's game as well. And you get in your own head. How hard is it, and how much do you focus or the team focus on making sure that you're in the right mindset? There's a lot of talk about mental health uh, in the NBA and college and all that, and you've, you obviously guys played through the pandemic. There's so much going on in your college career here. How much have you been able to kind of make sure that your mindset is, and how much effort do you have to put in there to be in the right spot for these games? I mean, yeah. As I've gotten older, I've definitely seen um, the mental side of the game where you have to kind of pick it up, where you, in practice, you got to be locked in, paying attention to what coach is saying, um, and also on the outside, like pre- mentally preparing. And I feel like when, you, when you're when exercising your mental on the outside, outside the game, it just comes naturally. And when the game comes, you don't want to be thinking, and you just want to be acting. Yeah. So um, as I've gotten older, I feel like growing um, on that mental side of the game has really helped me out, um, and hopefully it continues to grow. My question is, um, as someone who plays a sport that you can never be the, like perfect, just like basketball, right? What uh, and when I go out and play, I find things that I might not be doing at the level I want or would expect to be at. Like, what things would you say uh, you want to improve at this off season that like stuck out for you last year? Um, yeah, I mean, I I would say be consistent because there's some games where especially this last season where I was playing through an injury, um, and if we had, like, a couple close games back-to-back, um, like, that obviously affected me a little bit. So being able to take that um, and kind of just push it aside and battle through it is something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Talk, talking with Tyler Wall, the Wisconsin Badger basketball program here. So we'll have some fun with you now as we'll do some kind of rapid-fire sort of stuff here. Matt, this is your favorite part, so yes. we want to fire off. I want to know what your favorite food spot is in Madison. My favorite food spot in Madison it's one not many people know. We get some of the basketball guys um, come along, but it's not a place anyone really knows. It's called Natty's Fast Food. Okay. And they got fried chicken. They got a little bit of everything. They got fried chicken, fried catfish. They got burgers, tacos. It's a good little spot. All right. All right, Matt fancies himself as a, as, a, as a foodie. <laughs> so is that when, when players come to town and you're trying, obviously I'm sure you're part of the recruiting process there, where do you take them? Um, shoot, that's a great question. For food... It's been a while because I usually hand them down to the younger guys okay. to, to, to get to know them because they're yeah. going to be teammates when they come in. So I haven't, I haven't been around too long, but we'll take them, like, as a group dinner. We'll go to, like, Tornado Room or Johnny Delmonico's, take them to a nice spot. Nice. And yes. then uh, after that, wherever they really want to go on State Street if they get hungry. Nice, nice. This guy used to do a little at cooking at uh, Tornado. Yeah. About okay. four years at Tornado. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the spot. It is definitely the spot to go in Madison, in my opinion. Uh, with uh, who's the the funniest guy on the team? Funny, there's a lot of funny guys, and they're all funny in their own ways. I would say Max is up there. Um, Kamari's definitely up there. Connor, Ross, like we got some funny guys, but they're all different in their own in their own little way. Who's got the best taste in music? Ooh, best taste in music. I'm, I'll get. I'll give it to Chucky. He's he's got he's got all some right. good tunes. All right. And worst taste? Worst taste in music? Carter Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> and what does he it's, listen to? It's, it's not even like the taste. He just doesn't know the names of the songs. He'll know a couple of the words and he'll hum a little bit, but he's not a big music guy, so that's why he's at the bottom of the list. <laughs> so I'll ask this one here, because Mr. Matt Hamilton fancies himself a music guy, but 
does not like live music. Would much rather just play it on a record at home. Do you prefer live music or do you prefer listening to it in, uh, you know, on your phone or whatever? I like the phone. You get you get to choose. Okay. Yeah. You get, see. You get everything. I've only been to a handful of concerts in my life. Yeah. You go to a concert. You're just gonna hear that band the whole time. If I want to mix it up, I can just go ahead and make a mix of <laughs> Beatles, The Stones. You're never going to a Beatles and a Stones. You can go see a cover and band. A Zeppelin. You joke. can go see a cover band. But why? They would, but they could play it all. And honestly, I, I, I don't hate cover bands. <laughs> of course, you know why? They try and play it exactly how it came out on the record. That's the whole point. Is the song does not sound the same, uh, Jim. <laughs> goodness. So, uh, with the, you know, Chuck, you talked about the coaching staff and how important it was, like, why he wanted to come back, this family atmosphere, and one of the recruits uh, coming in. And I, I don't know your ability to talk about him, so I'll just kind of say, in general, he said, I would follow Coach Guard to play anywhere, and he started recruiting me immediately, and that family atmosphere that the team has created, but also the coaching staff has created, has meant so much to so many players. Just talk about what Coach Guard and Kravnoff and the whole team kind of creates, because you guys have been through a lot together. Right. Um, I feel like what's really special about this place um, and this coaching staff is that they recruit you as much as you recruit them, and so... You're getting along, you're getting to know each other, but the ultimate bottom line thing is that you want to be a Badger. And so you're talking to them, it's kind of a like exclusive, not many, not many people get recruited by the Badgers, and if especially you get that offer, like that's a big deal. And so when you get that, um, it's kind of like, not necessarily a known thing, but it's definitely a respect that you have for just the city and the program that we have um, and the coaching staff along with it. So last one, this one's kind of goofy, but we don't get a chance to see you guys dunk a lot in basketball games. So who is the best dunker on the Badger basketball team? <laughs> That's a great best question. dunker. <laughs> Say me. Yeah, Say you are. I mean, I think I think it has to be me. <laughs> nice. uh, a healthy me, a healthy me, it's got to be me. All right, so you got to give us like this year at some point, just one thunderous like two-handed yeah. big man dunk there, and then Matt will show you how to uh, throw a stone and and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and sweep it up. And... I'll show you how to do it. What's, what's, wait, what's the equivalent? Of, of dunking and curling, probably like a takeout of some sort. Well, give us a little explanation. So, so if the other team's, it's like a bullseye, right? So yeah. if the other team has a rock in the rings, you can just throw yours hard enough to da- knock theirs out. That's probably like a dunk. Yeah, yeah. Do you yell in your face afterwards then? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's the in your face. The trash talking curling is very different from basketball. <laughs> I, I we like kill them with kindness. You know, if somebody has like a half shot, say somebody at the free throw line goes one for two. And you're like, good free throws. It's like people who are listening on the <laughs> side tips are going to be like, yeah. try to... that guy's really nice, but in all actuality, you're being a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of how that's... we roll. Okay. There okay. you go. Uh, yeah, I got some tips from him. Tyler, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate, Appreciate it, guys. You. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at Channel3000.com. People really like this show.